0: Hi ladies! Welcome to Breakout Women's Bible Study. I'm Janice Moise. Thank you so much for joining me. My goal is to help you fall in love with the Word of God. I love my Bible and I look forward to reading it each and every day. Have you ever asked yourself, is this God speaking to me or it is just my own thoughts? The Word of God is the only thing that can divide between your spirit, your soul, and your flesh. On this podcast, we go through the Bible one chapter at a time. I love to read the Bible out loud. Many years ago, After I had my last child, I was feeling overwhelmed trying to balance it all. And I remember seeking God about how I was feeling. He led me to start reading the Bible out loud. Everything changed once I prioritized reading the Word of God out loud. And you also get a double benefit when you read the Word out loud. The Word gets inside of your heart and faith comes from hearing. Today we are studying the ninth chapter of 2 Corinthians. Please follow along as we read the chapter out loud. If you do not have a Bible near you, you can still follow along by downloading the Bible app. Once we are done reading the chapter out loud, we'll pick out a few scriptures for our devotional time. Ladies, get your cup of coffee or tea, and let's get into the Word of God. And let's go ahead and start at 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 1. There is no need for me to write to you about the service to the Lord's people. For I know your eagerness to help, and I have been boasting about it to the Macedonians telling them that since last year, you and Achaia were ready to give, and your enthusiasm has stirred most of them to action. But I am sending the brothers in order that our boasting about you in this matter should not prove hollow, but that you may be ready, as I said you would be. For if any Macedonians come with me and find you unprepared, we, not to say anything about you, would be ashamed of having been so confident." So I thought it necessary to urge the brothers to visit you in advance and finish the arrangements for the generous gift you had promised. Then it will be ready as a generous gift, not as one grudgingly given. Remember this, whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. And whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Each of you should give what you have decided in your heart to give, not reluctantly or under compulsion, For God loves a cheerful giver. And God is able to bless you abundantly, so that in all things, at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. As it is written, they have freely scattered their gifts to the poor, their righteousness endures forever. Now he who supplies seed to the sower Because of the service by which you have proved yourselves, others will praise God for the obedience that accompanies your confession of the gospel of Christ and for your generosity in sharing with them and with everyone else. And in their prayers for you, their hearts will go out to you because of the surpassing grace God has given you. Thanks be to God for his indescribable gift. Let us pray. Father, we just thank you and praise you. We worship you and honor you and magnify your holy name. Father, we ask you, Lord God, for revelation knowledge of your word. We thank you, Father God, that we will see what we have not been able to see before. And so we covenant with you to give you all the praise and all the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Focus today is on verse 8. And God is able to bless you abundantly so that at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. Our topic today is, you will have what you need when you need it. Paul encourages us in this chapter to be generous givers. He said that we should not be reluctant givers, but that we should give out of the abundance of our hearts. When you obey God in your giving, God will make sure that you have what you need when you need it. A few years ago, I needed a new car. We had driven our old car for 20 years and it was literally falling apart. Uh, Plastic was falling apart in the car. The car looked so jaded and and it was just falling apart. And after 20 years of driving the car, we had gotten our money's worth. Let me just say that. And I had spent some time visiting car dealerships, looking at various vehicles. I wasn't really particular about what kind of car I wanted. I just wanted a good deal, to be honest with you. But I was not happy about the prices that they were quoting me. I did not want to spend over $30,000 on one vehicle. Are you serious? I certainly did not want to go into debt for six long years. And so I was starting to lose hope a little bit, like maybe how is God going to do this? I couldn't really see how God was going to be able to get me this vehicle. I was starting to lose hope until I came across a scripture in Mark chapter 11, verses 2 to 3. Jesus needed a new cult and he knew exactly where to send the disciples in order for them to find this cult. Let me read the verses in Mark chapter eleven, verse two to three. Jesus said, "Go to the village ahead of you, and just as you enter it, you will find a colt tied there which no one has ever ridden. Untie it and bring it here. If anyone asks you why are you doing this, say the Lord needs it and will send it back here shortly." So, in Mark chapter eleven, verse two to three, Jesus needed a new colt. Well, I needed a new car. I just figured back then they were riding colts and donkeys and horses, but I couldn't, I, you know, I, I'm not riding horses. I'm, I need a car to ride. So as I meditated on the scripture, I suddenly understood. Wait a minute. If Jesus knew exactly where to send the disciples to get this colt, God knows exactly where to send me for me to get this new car. God knew that I needed a new car. And so peace came over me. I knew that God would have the car for me when I needed it. You can receive anything according to your faith. I love how God works. When you trust him, he comes through for you. A few days later, I had a dream in which I saw a white vehicle parked in my driveway. I now had clarity. God wanted to give me a white vehicle, but I didn't know what brand or what model. The dream helped me. To have a vision for the car. I know that I was looking for a white vehicle. And I trusted that God would lead me to this vehicle. Just as Jesus had led his disciples to this cult. A few days later, I was led to check on Craigslist. Someone had just posted a white Honda van for sale. We purchased a fairly new van which only had 28,000 miles on it. God is faithful to his word. When you obey God in your giving, God will make sure that you have what you need when you need it. A car may seem like a simple purchase to some, but to us, it was a real challenge. It caused us to stretch our faith. It taught us how to trust God to provide. It would have been easier to just head to the dealer and get a seven-year loan, but we wanted to follow God's plan. Following our plan had gotten us into financial trouble, we we're learning to trust God with our finances. In this chapter, Paul congratulates the Corinthian church under enthusiasm for giving. He even bragged about their willingness to give to the Macedonian church. I had to ask myself, is God impressed with my giving? Paul encouraged the Corinthian church to prepare the offering that they had promised because he wanted them to be willing givers. Paul pronounced a blessing on the church of Corinth. Due to their giving, he pronounced that they would be enriched in every way so that they could be generous on every occasion. Our generosity can result in thanksgiving to God. When you obey God's leading to give to someone, that individual will praise God for meeting their needs. God will use your giving to supply the needs of others. Others will be motivated to pray for you because of your giving. Paul described giving as an indescribable gift due to the benefits of giving. Ladies, I would like to highlight three benefits that you receive from giving. Number one, you will be enriched in every way. Number two, your generosity will result in thanksgiving to God. And number three, you will have many people praying for you. Now, let me ask you this question. What are you believing God for? You will have what you need when you need it. Right now, I'm believing God for a new house um, because as I previously said, um, we recently sold our house. So we are in the process of house hunting. And so I have to keep reminding myself, I will have what I need when I need it. In spite of what the real estate market is doing, because right now when I go online and I look at the real estate listings, the prices seem to be going through the roof. People are overbidding and uh, offering $15,000, $10,000, even $20,000 over the asking price. But I'm not allowing that to move me. Why is that? Because God has proved himself faithful to me over many years. He always comes through for me when I need Him too. You will have what you need when you need it. I will have what I need when I need it. So ladies, let's keep trusting God. Do not be moved by what you see. Do not even be moved by what you hear. But only be moved by what God says about your circumstance. Whatever you believe in God for, you will have it when you need it. Follow the leading of the Holy Spirit. God may lead you to give to someone, God may lead you to call someone, whatever it is. Follow the leading of the Holy Spirit and you will have what you need when you need it. Let us pray. Father, we just thank you for your word. Father, we thank you, Lord God, that we are generous givers. Father, teach us to obey the leading of the Holy Spirit. Father God, help us not to be moved by what we see. Help us not to be moved by even what we hear. But Father God, we trust you that you are our provider and that you are a God who supplies seed to the sower, and that you are making sure that we have what we need when we need it. And so, Father God, we put our trust in you in the name of Jesus. And so, Father, we just bless you and praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much for joining me. Remember, this is your breakout year. It is time for you to rise up. We believe that as you spend time in the word of God, you will laugh again, you will sing again, you will dance again, and your life will never be the same again. God bless you, love you ladies.